This program discusses the possibility of breatharianism or living without eating food and is not a full instruction. For your safety, please do not attempt to cease eating without proper expert guidance. Hi, Master. Hi. Is being breatharian or solarian a common practice in other planets in our galaxy? Yeah, in, in some galaxy, but it's not a common practice. It depends on what planet, okay? Many planets still uh, use food like we do, okay? Just a different way, or maybe less, maybe different food. Has Supreme Master Television helped some viewers on other planets to stop eating animal products and become vegan or even breatharian? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It did help. It helped some. A lot, a lot. Wow. Yeah. Be happy. <laughs> Thank you, Master. Welcome. We hear beings in higher spiritual levels drink heavenly nectar and eat divine food. Are some higher beings breatharian and those do not do this? If they are not in the body, if they don't have the body, then they don't need to do that. Okay? They don't need to eat food. Yeah. Yes, Master. And some beings also don't eat food also, just like breatharian people down here. Hmm? Thank you, Master. Ah, you're welcome. Hello, Master. The next question. Hello. Were animals originally also breatharians, like humans, until they started tasting food matter and continued from there? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no. It's not like that. They don't start it by breatharian. Okay? Okay, Master. Master, if humans evolve to become breatharians, Will animals also become breatharians? Mm, some will. Some will, not all. Are there any animals on our planet that are currently breatharian? Not, not that I know of, except when they hibernate and they don't eat for many months or like, you know, uh, they stay food-free for many months, yeah? So they hibernate, then they're also breatharian at that time. Also like the penguin, yeah? they stood guard on their eggs and they don't go out to eat. Thank you, Master. You're welcome, love. Hi, Master. Hi. In the series of the Key of Immediate Enlightenment, um, Master explained about the human body having two systems, the motor system and the life force system. Um, mm. Does it mean that the breatharian person has the ability to shut down the motor system? I don't shut, just switch on to the other one. <laughs> oh. Okay? You mean yeah. they switch to the life force system? Yeah, just don't use it, you see? But they, uh, they get help from the deities, huh? from the third level, in order to do that. They don't shut it. They don't shut it. So therefore, some people, after 21 days, they come back to eat again as, as normal. Oh, I see. Or after many, many years, and they return to food again. See? Oh. They just don't use it. So it's just dormant? It has no purpose when it's not being used? 
Uh, no, it's it just uh, stay there. <laughs> if you want to use it again, you can use it again. Oh, I see. No problem. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, of course, but after many years of uh, uh, being food-free, when you start to eat again, you better take it easy, of course. You don't go direct to, uh, you know, like a big vegan submarine sandwich or something <laughs> like that. Huh? Right. <laughs> Yes, you drink first juice or clear broth, yeah, slowly, slowly, and then you get used to with uh, eating um, solid food again. Mm? Yes, Master. I see. Thank you, Master. Welcome. Is there a different body structure of an enlightened person and a normal person? Yeah, the enlightened person stay younger, eh? Like me, huh? <laughs> Like you, Master. <laughs> no, the cells uh, regenerate itself faster and more efficient than a normal person. Therefore, they stay younger, long. Yeah? And also the brainwave pattern become calmer. Yeah? Some changes took place in the brain function for the better. And that's uh, make them more intelligent yeah, also and more uh, relaxed and better in many ways. Wow. You know it yourself. You know yeah. it yourself, right? <laughs> yes, Master. Thank you, Master. You're welcome, my love. Hi, Master. Hi. Hey, if a Kuan Yin practitioner is married, does that affect his or her spiritual practice or spiritual level? You want to marry? <laughs> <laughs> you want to get married or something? <laughs> You want to choose someone for me, Master? (laughs) I don't have any time for that. Yeah. What if I choose somebody and I like and you don't like, okay? (laughs) Yes, it's uh, somehow it would. Mostly because people are um, attached, you know, to their personal affection and belonging. Yeah, it's not because a relationship is bad. Uh, married is a bar to spiritual practice. It's not, it's not. Even if you're married, you know, most of your brother and sister are married anyway. Yes. It's not uh, a bad thing at all. It's just that uh, mostly, most of us will be very attached to to this family uh, ties and sometimes burdened by it, you know? Yes, Master. So, and busy, busy with each other, busy with passion or stress, related to the relationship. Uh, therefore, sometimes it's just slower the attainment of higher level. That's all, okay? Yes, Master. Uh, if you are a Guanyin practitioner and you're married, and it seems you can help less people, you can save less people because you're a little bit more burdened, more, more busy, and less concentrated and more attached. Not, not every Guanyin practitioner would be like this, but it's just overall general like that, okay? Yes, Master. Master, how about for Guanyin masters who are married? Many of the masters who teach Guanyin practice of meditation, they are married, yeah? And uh, they have family, they have children and all that also. But they are very uh, simple in their life and they're restrained and they... Just uh, know, because their partner also understand the situation first. You see what I mean? Yes, yeah. Master. If they're lucky, of course. If not, then it's a little bit difficult. 
a little bit difficult, or a lot difficult, it depends. I told you many stories about the wives of the masters who make trouble for him and all that, remember? Yes, master. All right, so if you're lucky and you're a master, you find a good partner, then it's all right, like Kabir and his wife, you see? Yes, master. Mm. Remember, one day he sort of uh, bread to treat his... Uh, visitors or maybe disciples or something, he was willing to sell her to the grocery owner. Remember? Yes, master. <laughs> and she was willing <laughs> to comply with it. So he carried her in the rain to go there in order to offer her to the grocery owner for some uh, kilogram of flour of bread. Yes. But then when uh, they both get there, uh, it was raining cat and dog, and both get there no, not wet at all, you know, and he carried her on his shoulder like that, so he was very scared. <laughs> the, the grocery owner, very scared, and feel very, very uh, impressed, and then, uh, because he knows he's dealing with saints, so he's willing to offer whatever he needs from that day on anyway, the Kabir master, yeah. Uh-huh. That's just a lucky instant, huh? Mm. Not all masters have this uh, lucky uh, position. And how about for you, master? Well, what about me? <laughs> huh? You see, the master, even if they're married, they're very detached, okay? Both of them are helping each other to, to meditate, to reach a higher enlightenment and to help the disciples, you know? Uh, mostly, I've seen some master married in India. For example, even if they were married before he became a master, and after he became a master, if she wants to talk to him, she sit on the floor and ask him, and he sit on the chair, just like everybody else, you see? Yes, master. And addressing him as master, not my husband. Yeah, but these are Indian, huh? Lucky, huh? Okay. Yes, master. <laughs> okay. A Kwaning master, any other Kwaning master married and uh, would save less people than without being married. Yes. If attached, yeah, okay? Yes. If burdened, if burdened, if attached, if uh, not lucky and uh, have not a good uh, married partner, okay? Yes. Not all masters are like that, huh? Okay? Yes. <laughs> How about if you were married, Master? Uh, I was married. <laughs> and I left, remember? Yes, Master. Okay. I, I don't even eat that much. <laughs> uh, even, though, even though the more I eat, the better for humankind <laughs> also. But that I also confess to you that I fail somewhat. Because I don't feel like cooking that much anymore, and other people cook for me, I don't feel like eating that much, and mostly I eat too simple, okay? Yes, Master. And now, not to talk about husband, even food, I'm having difficult time to <laughs> to, to keep up before. You know, everything heaven demands is completely opposite to what I want and completely opposite to what I expected as a master would be, even. Before, I don't even want to eat, and I eat only once a day, and then twice a day I thought I'm doing well already, and they say, if you want to help humankind, you have to eat more, even three, four times a day. How I have time to do that? 
Number one. Number two, how I digest all that. <laughs> I become like a sumo, you know, sumo wrestler. Huh? You know, sumo, sumo in in Japan. Sumo, sumo wrestler. Sumo. Oh my God. Uh, I think uh, they also don't like to eat that much. They just have to put on weight because it's their job. But I am not a sumo. And <laughs> it's just so difficult for me to even sometimes eat the simple food, you know? Yeah. It feels uh, heavy, you know? Mm. But this is not too bad already. Not too bad already. We can eat a few things more or less. But just want to tell you that um, even those masters who are married, it, it's not like they are very attached to their family, okay? Yes, understand, Master. They just do that maybe for the sake of humankind or, or just their affinity, they have to do it, they have to undergo like that, yeah. Also, I want to tell you that uh, even those masters, they were married, it's not like they're less holy than the Buddha or anything. Yes, Master. Okay? I don't want you to judge, okay? Yes, Master. All right. Anyway, just like food, no? the Buddha did not have to eat it, but he eats. Even he go out and beg, because food is a connection. Otherwise, he is a prince, and his father is a king of a nation. He can supply him food forever, you know? He didn't even have to go out to beg, but he did go out to beg like all the monks, and if he has to beg, it is not that easy, but he do it for the sake of connecting with people. Hmm? Yeah. yeah, otherwise he doesn't need to, right? He doesn't even. Right, Master. Yes, Master. Even if he needs food, he, his father could supply forever. Hmm. Right. So now you understand. Yes, Master, we understand. So I, I still fail in some aspect, huh? Hmm. Like I don't eat that much. My God, the more I practice, the more I don't want to eat. And now I have to like begin eating more than before. Can you imagine? Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, dear God. But not all the master has to do that, you know. Some jobs are different, yeah? some masters are different. Yeah? Yes, master. Just for the broader range, broader number of people. Yeah? Yes, master. There are just different prizes to pay for my love to the world. In this uh, period of uh, human development and evolution, the universal law, she does not allow masters to be killed. So there are other ways uh, of payment, I guess, you know. For example, huh? Like if I eat and drink, continue, and then I can help like 90% of people, okay? Yes, Master. Mm. 90% of the population. And if I quit... I can help only like uh, 45%. Wow. Yeah, like half of it even. Wow. 45%. Yeah. But for the moment now, because I eat less and drink less, so I can help only 80%. You see what I mean? Yes, Master. I need to eat more. I need to eat more. I need to eat more. But I can't like the food <laughs> so much. I just chop simple, like some uh, bell peppers and cucumbers, you know, and put some soy sauce on it. Yeah. You know, and sometimes, you know, they cook me something. Yeah, but not always I enjoy, you know. I don't always enjoy. Yeah. And even juice and all that, oh, it's 
it's not always enjoyable to drink. I drink, but I don't really enjoy that much. Yeah. Dear Heaven, yeah. <laughs> what is demanded of me? I am speechless. Uh, on the scale of one hundred, nah? Mm. If I eat and drink a lot and have a husband, then I can help human a hundred percent, okay? Yes, Master. Right. And if I just uh, don't have husband and drink juice only, <laughs> it's just, just some silly <laughs> information that I ask sometimes. <laughs> so how much I can help human, you see what I mean? That's why it comes out, yeah. I, I don't know if it, it's helpful for you to know, but shall I read oh, it to you? We, we like to know, we, we like to know, Master. This is only because in my quest to help humans, I always ask, what else can I do to help them, for example? You see what I mean? Yes, yes Master. Okay, so these are all coming out. So now, suppose I don't have any husband, which I don't. Yeah, and then if I don't want to eat because it's heavy and all that, if I eat and drink and as usual or more, you know, more and have a husband, for example, then I can help 100%. If I don't want to eat anymore, I just drink juice, you know, become like liquid dairy, huh? then I can help only 40%. Wow. And if I drink only water, and I can help only 10%. Wow. If I don't eat, don't drink at all, then I can help only 2%. Wow. Because less connected. You see what I mean? Yes, Master. Uh-huh, yeah. So, uh, it's not like... <laughs> uh, it's not like uh, that simple, huh? It's not black and white like, okay, you are a master, you have to renounce everything. First I thought I renounce everything, and now I even have to renounce what I renounce. <laughs> Isn't that paradoxical, huh? Yes, yes, master. Yeah. Before I became a master, I eat and drink whenever I want, and when I don't want, I just quit. Yeah? <laughs> just like that. And now I don't even have choice. Yes. Before, I, I eat only once a day, and now I have to even eat three meals a day, even oh. if I don't want to. But I can't even do that. I, I cheat. I eat two meals, <laughs> small, and <laughs> I make another. <laughs> but uh, rarely, mostly, I can't even eat that much. That's the problem, you know? Yes, Master. Yeah, I will try harder, of course. I try harder, but at the moment, it goes slow. And that is the, some silly thing that I don't know if it's helpful to you. No, we, okay. we enjoy hearing about it, Master. Thank you. Very okay. much so. All right. Now, for example, a quantum practitioner on the fourth level, but high fourth, né? every level I divide it into three, né? low, middle, and, and high. Né? Mm. And now, suppose you are on the fourth level quantum practitioner, eat and drink. Then uh, you can even help uh, 80%. Né? Wow. I mean, 80% of whomever contact with you. huh? Wow. Mm. Mm. And if you are third level, then you can help like 60, 70%. Okay, huh? Yeah. Wow. And if you are fifth level, yeah, then you can help 85%. Wow. wow. Amazing. Mm. Thank you, Master. All right. Um, Master, my next question is um, 
After Master has already elevated a person to a fifth-level saint, is it still possible for the person to have qualities such as jealousy, ego, desire for power, or other undesirable and ignoble qualities that may not be advantageous for God's work? Yeah, yeah, still have. Hmm? Just less. Just very, very less and very subtle and in control. Yeah, in control. It is because the soul is elevated. <laughs> but the DNA, the body and the, the cells still stay in the habitual uh, function. Mm. But the person who is on the higher level, he she can control well and don't let it override their life. Uh, besides, uh, didn't I tell you that even if you go to the fifth level, you still have 1% of ego left? Yes, Master. 1% is nothing, but it's still can flare up a little bit sometime, no? Mm. Yes, Master. Just control. That's it. Okay. <laughs> also, you know, even uh, you're on a fifth level, you still live in this world, and the influence of the worldly karma can still plague you, okay? Yes, Master. Mm. So we just have to be vigilant. And the, the person on the fifth level has more strength to overcome, Okay obstacles and trouble on habit. Okay, right. Master, during a previous conference you had with us, you spoke about minding one's own business. Could you develop on that? When should we mind our own business and when should we tell others what we think? When it's necessary for him to know about it or necessary for him to know so that he can improve the work for the public, yeah? And also to... Uh, To, to have a better relationship with you. Yes, Master. My, your business, only you tell people only when really necessary, when it's good for others, okay? And for that person as well. Huh? Yes, yes, Master. All right, love. Yes, Master, I have difficulty understanding how negotiating and trading of spiritual merits can not only save the world, but even possibly manifest world peace. Could Master help explain in your negotiation with heaven, does it also somehow change people's hearts and their habits so that they'll no longer kill, no longer eat meat, etc.? Yes, to some extent. I'm giving as I'm earning along, okay? Mm. So it's a go like uh, when stupefied, eh? like, uh, uh, like one level to the next, eh? Could you explain more, Master? Like as I earn, I give. Like now and again, I give a sum, a big sum. And then I have to earn it again, and then I have a big sum again. Okay? And then I, I give again. So I give along as I earn. Yeah? And then it changes according to what I give as well. Yes? Yes. Wow. Yes. Uh, but that also means that the account is there, available, and... If human can use it, they can use it. They use it if they want to. But the thing is, human's free will is a big, big troublemaker. How so, Master? The free will is the thing that God has granted to mankind because man is God. So he, she can do what they want. That is a problem. And they feel very free to do so. 
So even if they do things that's not good, they still feel free to do it because they have no restriction of any kind. You understand? Except the conscience which they let asleep. <laughs> and the free will just roam around, do all kinds of things. So even if they know it's bad, they still continue to do. You see what I mean? Yes, yes Master. Just look, look at the war now. Everybody knows, at least many people know, or at least the leaders of the nations know. But how many nations really seriously encourage people to become vegan? Huh? Do you see that? The free will. And even themselves don't change. Even to help the world, they don't change. Even to help themselves and their children, they don't change yet. Do you see what I mean? Yes, yes Master. It's the free will of human that make trouble. Uh, to save souls is easier than to save human when they are alive. Oh. When the soul is liberated from this body, they are more liberated. They can see things better. Huh? Yes, and they don't have the mind to obstruct them, and it's just easier to lead them to heaven. Okay? Yes, Master. All right. Uh, Master, in Cancun, you mentioned that you had enough points to save half the world's people, and then mm. in New Year's, you revealed that Plan B was already complete and that you had enough points to negotiate the saving of 10 billion souls. Mm. Could Master share with us how this happened so fast, and is it possible that Plan C and D may happen just as fast? Mm. <laughs> we hope, we wish. <laughs> okay. I was lucky enough, I was lucky to find the right angel in heaven help me to find a good place which I can multiply my spiritual point so fast at that time. Oh, okay? wow. And I've given it all already. Wow. Okay? Wow. I was uh, lucky because heaven told me that because of my love for mankind, so sincere, so deep, so they allow me to know these things. Wow. wow. To multiply the spiritual merit points. And at the moment, I'm also in such a luck not as intensely as that time, but I'm still lucky, okay? Wow. Uh, you see, but the first saving half population uh, was all that I had and was a very hard-earned uh, account of spiritual merit point. It's not like now I earn much faster and easier. Maybe because I have paid with all my hard-earned, you know, so-called, spiritual cash. That's why heaven was touched and helped me to uh, give uh, extra blessing and that I could draw some more from my spiritual bank account in the universal bank. That's why it was faster and I was very grateful. Okay? Wow! Thank you so much, Master. Thank you, heaven. Right, so... The plan C and plan D is going along, but I give as I earn, I told you, okay? Going along. Wow, that's great news, Master. Yeah. (laughs) 
I give as I earn. Yeah, I give along as I earn. Hmm? Okay, yes. But uh, right now, I I am told that I should keep a little bit for myself all the time, like a basic capital. Otherwise, I will be plagued with serious sickness again, or might lose my life. Oh wow! I might be in big oh. trouble again. Yes, please, please do that, Master. Please keep some for yourself. Give minimum, yeah, minimum, like basic, yeah. Okay, I, I learned it now, before <laughs> before I did not know that. You see, because before I was just so intense in helping mankind and saving the world and the planet that I did not even think of myself. But even if not, even then, uh, at that time I thought, that's it, I give even if I die, if I go to hell, I would give anyway. At that time, oh. I thought I would go to hell. I was very sick. So sorry, Master. Thank you for hanging in. Uh, it was terrible. Uh, and I thought I would die anyway. But then uh, heaven took pity on me and let me live and continue to work. But they have warned me to keep some minimum for myself and they have helped to find a way to multiply my spiritual points since then. Wow, thank heaven. Thank you, Master. <laughs> I thought that I gave away and then I'd be done for, but uh, heaven still took pity on me and helped me a lot. So it's very good, very good. I'm very lucky uh, stay alive and going strong <laughs> spiritually. I'm very lucky and happy. We are very, very lucky too, Master. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks, heaven. Eh? Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, heaven. Thank you, Master. Master, when you talked about heaven needing negotiations, I couldn't help but feel sadness. It sounded a bit scary in that it cost you a lot. Master, what price did you have to pay to secure Plan B? And are you able to go to heaven also and not be left behind because you gave away your merits? Yeah. That's what I thought, that I couldn't go to heaven at that time, and it could have happened, but uh, heaven took pity on me and feel sorry for me somehow and feel that I'm sincere. Because of my love for humankind, I touch heaven, so I was helped, okay? So don't worry anymore, don't worry, I'm fine, I'm fine. I will save a little bit for myself, always, at least. <laughs> it's not because of going to heaven only, but because so that I can continue to work. For example, if you're a billionaire but you give everything, then you cannot continue with your business or you cannot live. Yeah, you should keep a little bit for yourself and give everything you want, but keep a little bit to yourself so that you can survive. That's all. Okay? Yes, Master. Yes. And thank you so much, Heaven, and please, we do need you here on this planet, Master. Thank you so much for staying. Oh, you are very welcome. Uh... Wow, I have many uh, information here that I haven't given to you. I will tell you later, huh? Oh, yes, please share it, Master. Thank you. You see, even if uh, without the karma of the world, the disciple costs <laughs> a lot also. Each disciple, an average initiates would cost like two zillion of zillion. Wow. Yeah? Wow. Uh, well, minimum, 
it's two billion of spiritual points that I had to pay. Okay? Wow. It's, it's not heaven. What I mean is heaven have to work with a lot of karma. Heaven is just like a middle man, huh? It's not like heaven demanded for me. Yes, Master. Yeah. But if you want to do something, this is what you have to do, for example, like that, huh? Mm. Yes, Master. The maximum a disciple cost me would be 40 zillion of zillion spiritual points. Wow. One initiate, okay? Wow. Mm-hmm. Why so much, yeah. Master? Why so much? <laughs> Ask you a lot of karma. Why? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, because life after life, or people, you know, fall into the trap of Maya, and then one thing leads to another, uh, and, and so they, they do things that are against their uh, better judgment, and so the lot of karma take note of all that. So if I want to free them, I have to pay. Wow. Master, you're the only one who could do that for us. It's such an honor. <laughs> Just like, for example, if your, your children make something bad, you know, and uh, they jail him, and you have to bail him out and sometimes bail millions of dollars, many millions, huh? to bail him. Yeah, and then slowly free him, okay? Wow. Now, uh, for example, if you want to rescue some dogs and some birds, also sometimes you have to pay. Like, all for all my dogs, I have to pay like 12,000 zillions, okay? Wow. To take them out of misery. And for the birds, 6,000 zillions, okay? Wow. For example. And for some uh, assistants around me, for example, some of them, I will have to pay like 200,000 zillions. Wow. Oh, my God. And that's just one time, eh? and then every day also. So you don't even know who helps whom, huh? <laughs> hello, Master. Yeah, Hello. Tell me. Yes. Master, would you be able to tell us more about Plan C and Plan D? And does our planet have more hope now, Master? Uh, my God. Mm. Yeah, it feels that way. Yes, it feels that way. Yeah. Okay. Plan C and Plan D are still working. Eh? <laughs> I'm still working on it, huh? Yes, Master. You can see that there are changes. For example, um, the American uh, already uh, published the advice or something that people should eat more vegetarian, yeah? Eat fruit and vegetable to prevent uh, a lot of sickness, remember? Yes, Master. Okay. And also there, even in the Middle East, uh, we, we have the first uh, vegan conference, no? Mm. Yeah, normally it would never happen like that over wow. there, huh? Okay, yes. And uh, some country also beginning to subsidize for organic farming, yeah? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we just have to keep up the hope, <laughs> okay? Yes, thank you, Master. Um, my next question, Master, um, was there any other point in history where a ninth-level Master had to negotiate with heaven in the same way as you are doing now? Was this what happened to Master Jesus, and that is why he couldn't go to heaven immediately? What do you mean couldn't go to heaven immediately? Where does it say that? Because 
After his resurrection, he stayed on earth and lived in India for till he was 120 years old, Master. Uh, I see, I see. Uh, understand, understand. Okay, okay. That doesn't mean he won't go to heaven. It's just that uh, he was injured and then he was uh, rescued and treated by doctors at that time. So he lived longer to be able to save more souls, yeah? Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, there are some masters have to negotiate like that, or they have to give up their life. Right. If they don't have enough time to meditate, then their life is uh, in danger, yeah? Yes, Master. Either persecution or some disease that they have to die, yeah? Yes. Okay, Master. Probably they have forgotten to leave some for themselves, like I did. Wow. Leave some minimum spiritual points to protect yourself while you're working. Yeah. They should not give everything like what I did, because that is too dangerous. Yes, Master. It's just too... I just cannot bear to see what happened all over the world, so I did what I can, huh? But now I can earn faster, so I always keep a little bit. Yeah. Yes, Master. Minimum. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Master. My last question: Was there a negotiation to bring peace and stability to the two Venuses that were saved? No, no. That was their merit. They earned it. Oh okay? wow! Amazing. <laughs> the same uh, with us here. Yes. If human change, they will earn the merit of heaven. And I don't have to do anything anymore. <laughs> wow. Okay, thank you, Master. Mm, you're welcome. Master, I have a follow-up question from the last conference during New Year. Mm. Um, Master looked up the percentage of how close you are to God. Mm. Uh, would you kindly share with us your percentage, Master? I am still 100%. <laughs> wow. Close to God. If that's what you want to know, 100%. Yes. yes. Okay. I'm just, uh, that's all I have in life, huh? Nothing else I live for, no? Yes, Master. Not because I think of God every day that I'm 100% closer to God but because heaven knows that I'm 100% to devote my life to, to help others. That's why I'm closer to God. Ah, okay? I see. That's what it was. It's not because every day I stick around God and think of God, <laughs> beg God or <laughs> hug God or <laughs> grace God all day long. It's not like that. But because God is pleased, you know. Heavens are pleased that I'm very devoted to uh, the creation, yeah, to God's creation. And that's why I'm closer to God. That's why God feels very close to me, okay? Thank you, Master. Thank you for your love, Master. Oh, no. No, I can't, I can't be any otherwise. <laughs> it's just like, just like the fire is hot, okay? Yes, Master. The fire cannot be cold like water. It's just a natural like that, okay, huh? Yes, Master. Thank you so much. All right, my love. Master, in our last conference, um, you mentioned that the mission of a fifth level and a ninth level master are different. 
A ninth level master can heal the world, bless the world, and redeem all souls, even the worst criminals. Are you able to share with us whether you are a ninth level master? Mm. Yeah, you have to ask your own intuition <laughs> and uh, or your vision inside. Eh? What does your intuition tell you? Well, yes, master. Yes, definitely, Master. I know that you are a ninth-level Master because of everything that we've witnessed um, you doing physically and spiritually. It's always for others. And so I just know deep down in my heart that you are a ninth-level Master. (laughs) Yeah, I won't tell you anything like that. It's not my job to tell you all these things. It's your job to find out, okay? My job is to help people and animals. I can meditate forever and give forever because the world suffers so much. Every time I see animals on the movies, on the screen suffering, I see human suffering, my heart's like broken into pieces. I cannot do otherwise but loving and giving, okay? There's no other choice for me. Um, it doesn't matter. Important thing is that I can help, you see? That I am allowed to help by heaven and allowed to negotiate with the Lord of Karma and heaven and all that. So that's important that people get help. You see, the plan B is very pleasing to me, meaning anyone who died from climate change because of climate change, related climate change, can go straight to heaven and never go to hell. That's, I'm very happy about that. Yes, Master. Yes. And you see, if we die now, then it's also connected with climate change anyway, so I have excuses to save these souls. Yeah, their food shortage, then he died. Water shortage, he died. Water contaminated, then he died. Even if he did not die because of water contamination... It's also a part of it. You see what I mean? Yes, Master. Part of the air contamination that shortened his life as well and make him sick, yeah, for example? Yes, Master. Yeah. I'm very happy because such a good excuse. <laughs> it's a loophole. There's a loophole wow. in the law of karma. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah. Master, we know that you're from the ninth level, so... Thank you so much for everything, Master. Oh. (laughs) How about next question? (laughs) You embarrass me. (laughs) Thank you all the time like that. Hi, Master. Uh, Hi. Um, There has been mass dying of animals report in the United States and other part of the world during the past right. few months for the reason right, not right. completely explained. Yeah. Such as the 2 million dead fish in Maryland, USA, mm-hmm. 4,000 to 5,000 birds falling from the sky in Arkansas, USA, yeah. hundreds of dead birds in Italy, and 40,000 crabs on the beaches of England. A Chinese animal telepathic communicator spoke to one of the birds in Arkansas, USA, who said that they... The animal has sought permission from God to sacrifice themselves in that way, and that they were doing it to awaken humans to the sad state of the environment. Master, is this true? 
and has it been impactful? Yeah, it's true, and it's so sad, so sad. But the impact is not even enough. The human is still asleep in the habitual ways of life. That is a sad thing. Even if they cannot explain why the birds die, the fish die, they are still thinking of something else instead of a spiritual way. Instead of asking themselves, you know, about their way of life, they will blame it on something else. Hmm? They will be blaming on something else. I'm so sorry for these animals, but even then they die like this. It's still better than those who are raised in factory farming and die every day slowly. You know what I mean? Yes, Master. Or being harassed or being tortured all their life. (sighs) This is terrible. I cannot. Every time I see something, bad treatment for animals or humans on the screen, I just cannot bear it, you know. I just sat there and and speechless or scream or just paralyzed, you know, and my heart just, just cannot even scream. I cannot understand. When I see something like that, I just I just cry so much. And I cannot believe that I am living in this kind of world, that humans are torturing, killing, harassing each other, and then torturing, killing, and harassing animals also. I cannot believe this is the world I live in. I cannot believe such world exists. And that I have to witness this. It seems unreal to me. It seems incredibly unreal and incomprehensible. It seems beyond imagination that we as human, the children of God, can be so blind, so blind to reality so suppressing our own compassionate nature that we could even degrade ourselves into doing such kind of things and feeling okay about it. It's not okay at all. We are not civilized. Not civilized enough. Please ask me another question. Another question, if you have. Yes, master. Yes, master. Thank you, master. Yeah, tell me. Hi, Master. Yes, hi. As Master may have already known, there are currently big changes in some of the Arab countries. Mm. People are calling for change. Yes. This is the first time in Egypt's history that Christians and Muslims are helping each other like they are now. Master, do these changes correspond to a spiritual change? Yes, somehow they do, yes. I hope it goes beyond that, so that humans can have peace with each other at last, mm? and freedom. Whatever freedom they ask for, they should have it, because humans deserve freedom. Mm? Freedom of speech, freedom of transport themselves from one place to another, freedom to travel, freedom of religious practice, freedom of saying what they want, 
and choosing whomever they like to govern their own country. Basic human freedom. Hmm? For that, I also gave a lot of zillions of spiritual points, and I hope it works. Oh, thank you, Master. Thank you. That is hundreds of thousands of zillions of zillions of zillions of zillions of zillions of zillions. Yes. Thank you, Master. Yes. Without freedom, people cannot breathe. Without freedom, people cannot have dignity. Without freedom, people cannot develop their potentials, and they cannot first serve their nation or serve the world. And thus, they cannot serve their family or their country and lastly the world to the fullest of their capacity. So freedom is very essential to humans' evolution, to the wellness of the world, to peace on our planet. That's their birthright to have freedom because they are children of God. They have to have the freedom to govern their own lives, to decide what they want to do, to move around as they please, and to believe in whomever God they like to believe, as long as they don't harm others. Yes, Master. They should have all this basic freedom to earn a living, to have a decent life. Yeah? Just basic human freedom, yes. And they are right to have it. And they are right to demand it if they don't have. This is the problem with uh, people, with anyone, when you have power. That's why there's a saying that, uh, um, beware of what you're wishing for. Because sometimes you wish to have power, to have, you know, prestige in the society, position in the government, but as soon as you have power, things change. You change. It's not because people have to realize also it's not the fault of one president or one prime minister or one government. It's the problem of the position. The higher the position, the more responsibility and the more temptation and the more traps. People we surround you with all kind of untruth story, uh, flattery, making you fall very easily. People are so easy to succumb to your power and to do anything you wish even when it's wrong. And nobody would dare to tell you when it's wrong. And nobody would dare to tell you when it's right. And at that time you'll be more and more powerful. And then you don't even want to listen to people when it's right or when it's wrong. And then slowly, slowly, the power will consume this person and make him change into another person. It is a very dangerous position to be in. To be in power is it to be in danger. So every leader deserved also to be forgiven, not always to be condemned. This is a problem with being in power. So that's why even even spiritual power, also we have to be careful. Because when we practice spiritually, we have such a power that 
our wish will come true. That's why we have to be careful what we wish for. Only wish for what is beneficial to others, to humankind, and to ourselves, and not the selfish wish, and not this grappy, greedy, and very ignoble kind of wish. Because even then it will come true too. But at what cost? See? Mm. Yes, Master. That's why before initiation, I even advise all the people, all of you, to consider the five precepts first, to build up the moral base, like basement for the spiritual house that you are going to build in the future. If we have spiritual power without moral equipment, then we'll be in trouble. Yeah? Yes. We will become opposite to what we want to be. It's like any leader in the world. They have their ideal. They want to rule the nation. They want to help the people. But as they climb into power, people around them will worship them too much. We do anything they want so that they will realize that they have such a power that they can do anything they want, right or wrong. And then it's very easy to fall. Another thing concerning leaders, in any field or in any more powerful position than the ordinary folks is that, of course, they have to have people to work for them. But the subordinates, you know, the people who work for them, don't always listen to what the leaders want. They sometimes go zig, zig, zag, zag to protect their interest or to make more power or more profit for themselves. But of course, when anything happens, The people tend to blame everything more on the shoulders of the leaders than just a small subordinate. And that is a problem also. And another problem is with the karma. When everyone comes back into this world or come down to this world, we bring along our so-called former associate, relatives or enemies even. And sometimes... The enemies also come inside the circle of the leaders. And then, apparently, they look very obedient and very cooperative and very helpful and very respectful. But slowly, gradually, or even subconsciously, they will do something or lead the leaders astray and make things become more chaotic and getting worse for the leaders also. It's not only the subordinates or the co-workers or the assistants that lead you astray or do things contrary to what you intended to do or intended to work for, for the people or for the project, whatever. It's also your relatives and your so-called relatives and friends. Sometimes they also make trouble for you. For example, maybe the leader originally is very pure, you know, clean, not corrupted, but then maybe the relatives, the friends, the family members are tempted and corrupted by other people for their own interests, and so just drag the leader along or smear his or her name by the way, like that. So this is a, not a very <laughs> uh, safe position to be in position of power is not very safe. So we 
anyone who wants to be a leader or aspire to be a leader or who are already in the position of leader still need to always look inward, you know, and introspect, looking inside. Always have to control, check ourselves, and have to have a very sound, solid base of moral standards and virtues. Otherwise, it's very easy to fall. Okay? Yes, Mr. Hmm. All right. As I said, I'm sorry for any leaders at all who err. It's not difficult to err when you're in a position of power and did not have enough uh, basic moral equipment or not arm yourself with enough virtuous guidance, for example. Even if you're a leader, you still need uh, guidance especially spiritual guidance, moral guidance. Otherwise, if you're alone and just listen to yourself and your subordinate, it's very easy to fall. I feel very sorry for any king, any president, any prime minister that fell from power, that are opposed by people, because they are the victim as well. Victim of power. That's why in the ancient Chinese and Vietnamese, we have a saying that first you have to cultivate your own virtue and spiritual standard. And then you can, <laughs> for example, get married, huh? <laughs> take care of the household. And then you can govern your country. And then you can think of pacifying the world. You see that? Yes, Master. First, cultivate yourself. So some people maybe don't have enough time to cultivate themselves before they come into power. Or when they come into power, they forget the principle of being a good leader because the situation, because the people surrounding them, all kind of things happen. So, uh, well, the people should be building a more democratic country uh, more democratic system for the country. I think all the leaders who err should be also forgiven so that the cycle of violence and revenge will break and people will truly live in lasting peace. Master, there is a lot of political instability in Middle East and Northern Africa. Could Master offer words of comfort or guidance for the citizens enduring their strife right now? They should look for God within, huh? And they should change the way, their way to live in more benevolence, more in accordance with peace. Then peace will come. We have to create the energy, the benevolent, peaceful energy, in order to attract peace and benevolence. Okay? Yes, yes. Master. There is no quick fix, except we have to fix ourselves. Like beget like. And that is the universal law. Hey? Yes, yes master. master. I pray for them. I offer zillions and zillions, zillions points 
for peace as well as I go along. Hmm? It's not enough yet, of course, but I give as I earn. I told you already. For all races, for all countries. And I just hope that uh, I can earn enough to give and that I give quick enough. Yeah? That peace will come into all lands. Thank you. Thank you, Master. Mm, thank you for concern. Uh, Master, I have a question about SPLs. Yes. We recently received a list of SPLs that have been mended in world centers. Yeah. We know in our hearts that it is by Master's grace and love that these SPLs now exist to help bring more balance to the world. Could Master share with us how these SPLs were able to be mended remotely through Master's intense meditation? And Master, uh, how many SPLs in the world have been mended and connected now? Will these world centers with SPLs become safe houses for retreats should anything serious happen nearby? Thank you, Master. Oh, my God. This is a long question. <laughs> okay. Can we divide it into two questions? <laughs> the first one is how many SBLs in the world, right? Uh, yes. The uh, yeah. first question is, is how did you um, repair them and connect them to, to create more uh, SBLs? Because we, you had given us this list uh, recently and it, we, you had added many more SPL lines to that. This I cannot tell you, okay? Yes, yes Master. Even if I tell you, you won't understand, okay? Yes, yes Master. It's counting, okay? It's counting still, and I cannot tell you either. Huh? Hmm. And the second question is? Uh, the second one is, um, uh, how many have been mended and connected now? I told you I can't tell you. Is counting. Okay, I understand. understand. And the last question? The last, if uh, there was some sort of, uh, I guess, uh, anything to go wrong, like a natural disaster or catastrophe, would these centers, could they be a safe house, the centers with SBL? Mm. No, the safe house is within yourself. These spiritual blessing lines, wherever they might be that you have the luck to meditate with it, will give you more spiritual points than you normally would earn in uh, any other places, okay? Yes, Master. And uh, faster, yeah? Faster and stronger spiritual points. Uh, not the center that will protect you, but the more points you have, the more protection you you also have for yourself, okay? Understand, yes. Master. So this center will offer you more points and faster. Fast, yeah? <laughs> yeah, hundreds times, thousand times faster. Wow. wow. Depends on how big the spiritual blessing lines is, okay? Yes, yes, Most of them very useful. <laughs> very, very good. Yes? Master, that actually is all the questions we have today, but as you mentioned earlier, you said at the end you would like to share your spiritual notes with us. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, let me check it out, let me check it out. Thank you. Okay. You remember Jesus told that uh, I never leave you nor forsake you until the end of the world? Yes, yes, Master. Yeah, that is the kind of promise that a fifth-level Kwanin Master can promise to the disciples. Hmm? Oh. A pure, enlightened, 
at least fifth level master, okay? Yeah. Uh, ninth level, of course, is even much better. <laughs> okay. Don't even have to be his disciple, he can also help you. Okay. But the Quaning method is a sure way to liberation, okay? Yes, that's right. And offer a lot more faster enlightenment, faster spiritual elevation. Now, I can tell you how many total light and sound practitioners attend fifth level, okay? Thank you, Master. Wow. Yes. But this is included all other Kuanin practitioners, okay? Yes, Master. Right. Since the last 70 years, the total light and sound practitioners that attain fifth level of consciousness is 2,000 persons. Wow. Okay. And for our group, huh? Our group of Kuanin practitioners, ever since uh, I took over this business, <laughs> is 402 person on the fifth level. Wow. Yes. So the whole sum of 70 years of other Kuanin practitioners is 1,598 persons. And for us, since uh, I came into this office, uh, about 30 years, right? Mm. That's awesome. It's uh, 402, okay? Wow. Now, in the last 70 years, only 13 person who practice breatharian attain fifth level. Oh. 13 person, one, three. But you have to also bear in mind that they are few in numbers, you see? Yes, Master. Another one is that a breatharian of fifth level can't save souls. He can teach people to save himself, but even if he attain fifth level, he can't save people. He could save some, you know, but not on a large scale like a Kuan master, yeah? Because the, the connection is different. <laughs> the spiritual line is different. It's just more powerful, okay? Yeah. More allowance, yes. More allowance of that master to bring some spiritual merit with him before he was born, to bring it down to this world. He's allowed to bring some. You see what I mean? Yes, yes master. Yes. And then here he continued to earn more, and then he can give more as well. But the Kuan practitioner and breatharian as well, It's more difficult to save others also, assuming because no give and take. But he could still save some because before he initiated, he's already taken food from this world, so he can save those, yeah, that connected with him before he became breatharian. You got it? Yeah. Yes, Master. But he's assured of the up to nine generation liberation because that, that is the the condition of the initiation, no? Mm. Yes. As he go along, he can save his uh, relatives and friends because he practiced Kuanin method, not because he's breatharian, no? Yes. Right. Okay. As to the 7th of February 2011, yeah, 402 Kuanin practitioners in our group 
attain fifth level, and that's permanent, huh? It's not fluctuating. Wow! As <laughs> I don't tell you who's who anymore because I'm worried you spoil them and then their level drop down. Yes, yes ma'am. Yeah, it's not that easy when you just uh, attain the level. It's you shaky, and if people uh, flatter you and spoil you rotten, then you lose it. <laughs> Is it possible to have more than 100% GQ? And how much GQ does Master have? No. No. Uh, GQ is 100% is good enough. <laughs> it's enough. There's no over it, okay? I understand, Master. Yes, Master. Thank you, Master. GQ? Um, <laughs> you're always so nosy about my stuff. <laughs> Would it help you to say that I'm 100%? <laughs> GQ, would it help you in any way? <laughs> you should trust your instinct, your intuition, your feeling, or your inner vision when you meditate about me or about anyone. You don't always have to ask me or believe whatever I say, okay? You have to check whether it's correct or whatever I teach you, whether it's logical or not logical, all right? Yes, yes, Master. And check with your inner vision, your inner intuition. Oh, okay, huh? And if you know already, you don't have to ask me. I'm embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> to tell you about myself. <laughs> you told me there were no more questions, and that was the last question, huh? <laughs> you just... You just thought about that question, right? Spontaneously, huh? Right? <laughs> We're just curious, Master. Just Yeah, you're curious. Just love to know. Okay. So, do you know or you not know? Yes. yes, Master, we know. It's just that our curious human minds want to hear it from you directly, but deep inside we do know it already. Okay. Then it's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for you to know that you're friends and your guide and your teacher is sure-footed, right? Okay? Okay. Yeah, it's probably good. Maybe it's good to know, huh? Right? Or not? It's good, huh? Yeah. Yes, that's master. Yeah, that's why when Jesus was alive, he's not a boastful person or like arrogance or anything. But when people ask him, or the disciple probably want to know, he has to tell them that I'm the light of the world as long as I am in the world. And no one goes to the Father except through me. Huh? Yes, yes, Master. I guess he has to reassure his disciples that, okay, you're following the right teacher and I'm really a good guide for you. I guess he has to, otherwise he cannot be, you know, telling about himself that much, if it wasn't necessary. Yeah. This is a problem. You have to be humble, but you have to tell the truth at the same time. Okay, now, any more questions or anything else I can do for you? <laughs> uh, I think that wraps up the, the conference, Master. Okay, good. So, you're happy? You know everything? Is there anything else you want to ask, by the way? Sideways or... <laughs> Master, everyone looks very happy. <laughs> yeah, they do. Good. All right, then.
Then uh, can I say good night now? Yes, Master. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your loving patience and for unveiling this invaluable and fascinating knowledge to help us be closer to God and understand the workings of the universe. Most beloved Master, we pray for your outstanding health and protection as you continue to bless the world and all beings in so many ways through your tireless efforts. And may God bless all of humanity with strength, love, and wisdom to soon awaken to their compassionate and godlike nature for heaven to finally manifest on earth. Amen. Master, we thank you and we thank you again. All right. We love you so much, Master. I thank you, all of you also. I thank you so much. And I feel your love across the oceans and mountains. And thank you for that. We love you very much, Master. We love you, Master. Bye. (laughs) Bye for now. And I love you also very much. You know that. Love you, love you, love you. Happy New Year, huh? Happy New Year to you too, Master. Ciao. Love you very much. Love you. Bye, love you. Bye, Master. God bless. God bless you too. God bless, God bless. Thank you, Master.